You're listening to The HR Bartender Show, a casual place to talk about all things work. Here's where you get practical advice about how to be a better employee, manager, and leader in today's workplace. So grab your favorite beverage, pull up a stool, and join us in the conversation. The bar is always open. Now, here's your host, Charlene Lauby. Hi, everyone. Thanks for being here. I'm your host, Charlene Lauby, author of the blog, HR Bartender. Before we get started today, I want to take a moment to thank our founding sponsor, Ultimate Kronos Group, also known as UKG. To be a powerfully productive business, you need powerfully happy people. Two leaders in workforce management and HR have joined forces to become UKG, Ultimate Kronos Group. With comprehensive HR solutions, they'll help you create more meaningful connections within your workforce that will make your people smile. UKG, our purpose is people. Thanks, Gabe, for being here. I wanted just one episode of this first season of the HR Bartender Show to be just a conversation with you and me. Regardless of when you're hearing the show, I thought it might be interesting to talk about the takeaways from this first season, which was focused on the future of work. Typically, talking about the future of the workplace is always interesting and it's challenging and it can sometimes even be exciting. But if there's never been a time for organizations and HR pros to really spend some quality time thinking about the future it's right now. I don't know what the future holds, but I do know that it involves hiring and engaging and retaining the best talent. And in starting the show, the first person I wanted to talk to was Jim Stroud from Proactive Talent. And during the show, we talk about the importance of sourcing. In my professional background, I never had the benefit of having a dedicated sourcing individual on the team. I never had the sourcing function within the HR department. But over time, I've learned from people like Jim that being able to find the right talent is a skill and it requires organizations to put together a very compelling employee value proposition. And what I mean by employee value proposition is I mean the whole package. I'm not just talking about pay and perks and benefits, but We're talking about management, work-life balance, the whole thing. How do we put something together that makes people want to come and apply at the organization? And then once we get it there, get a person into the company, how do we get them to stay? It also requires getting people to give them the proper tools to do their job. And technology today is a big part of that. Over the past year, I've heard a lot of CEOs say they thought that the organization had great technology. They thought that they had built a good infrastructure to support employees and the pandemic proved them wrong. They didn't realize how much more they needed. And I think you're going to see a real focus over the next few years on technology. And I had an opportunity to speak with Chris Mullen from UKG Ultimate Kronos Group about how organizations can assess their technology needs and build a tech-friendly workplace. 
I'm really aware of an article I read a while back that said when organizations do not provide employees with the right technology, then it can add to their stress levels because employees then spend an incredible amount of energy trying to build workarounds. And we don't need that. And employees don't need to have that on their plate. So I think we're going to see organizations doing more where technology is concerned. But adding tech doesn't mean that we're eliminating the human component. Sometimes I see people pushing back on the bringing technology into the workplace because they're sort of like, we can't eliminate the human touch. And bringing tech doesn't mean eliminating the human touch. People are still going to be a key differentiator in organizations. I've always worked for companies where my background is in hotels and airlines. All hotels have a lot of the same things. It's the people that make the experience fantastic. Airlines, same. It's the people that create that opportunity or create that memory. This season, best-selling author Alexander Levitt shared with me some of the strategies that organizations can use to reskill and upskill their workforces while at the same time staying focused on the economic recovery. So when we're thinking about the months and years ahead, not only are we talking about giving people the tools to do their jobs, but we might start thinking about their work responsibilities a little bit differently. And is there an opportunity to use reskilling and upskilling to prepare our workforce for the future? Now, skills development isn't entirely an organizational responsibility. Employees need to think about their own skills development as well. And this season, I talked with Hannah Morgan, who's the author of the very famous blog called Career Sherpa. If you're not following it, you should be, about the activities that individuals should do when they're thinking about their own career and how they can stay focused even when we're not getting together all the time. I can really see one of the things that's going to happen as a result of the past year is that we might not get together in person as many times as we've been accustomed to in the past, but that doesn't mean we won't want to be connected. And during the conversation with Hannah, we talk a little bit about how we can do that as individuals and use connecting as a way to grow personally and professionally. Then to wrap up the season, I had the pleasure of chatting with Gerard Hardin from UKG about diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. And the key word here is belonging. When you listen, and if you ever want to go back and re-listen, like I have, to all of the conversations that we had in season one, the key word here is belonging. It's having a focus on belonging, whether you're an individual or an organization, and bringing all those conversations together, making people feel like they belong and their thoughts belong in the conversation and they belong with the organization. But I really took away from 
his conversation, the whole idea that the key word is belonging. So when you're thinking about the upcoming year, the future of work is about finding the best people, about giving them the skills to do their job, about making them feel like they belong to the organization and a part of the team. And it sounds so easy, but it really is hard. You know, when I think back on my career, when some of the things that I've been asked to do, you look at statements like that, and it's so easy to say, hey, look, we all just need to get together and make this happen. And it just doesn't always work out that way. I find getting the resources to help you do that is so incredibly important. And taking a few times during the day or during the week to carve out time in order to do that. I know that as I'm thinking about the upcoming year, I'm saying to myself, okay, what kinds of things do I need to do in order to stay on top of everything that's happening around me? Finding some space to focus, to listen, to engage in conversations is going to be so incredibly important. I hope that you've found the first season of the HR Bartender Show to be valuable as you're thinking about the future of work. One of the things that was important to me as we were putting the show together was to make sure that there were show notes and transcripts so that you can use these episodes as part of those resources that you're going to need in the weeks and months to come as you put together your strategies. If you do have any comments or suggestions, just one parting thought here. If you have comments or suggestions about how to make the show better, let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback as we start to plan for season two. I haven't finalized a theme yet, but I'm pondering something about the relationship between talent and technology. That whole idea, again, that we need tech in order to run the business and run the operation and connect and communicate with people. But we also need to have that human touch. And so how do we balance the two out? I hope you'll join us. Give me some feedback about that idea if you want to. And thanks again for listening. One other thing before I wrap up our time together, I want to extend one other thank you to our friends at UKG Ultimate Kronos Group. When I first mentioned the show to them, they were so supportive and I have thoroughly enjoyed working with them. I love the company culture and it shows in their product. If you haven't had a chance to check them out, I hope that you will. Thanks again for listening. To be a powerfully productive business, you need powerfully happy people. Two leaders in workforce management and HR have joined forces to become UKG, Ultimate Kronos Group. UKG creates comprehensive HR solutions designed to make employees happier and build more meaningful connections within your workforce. They've even done that for themselves, being recognized as one of the top places to work. And UKG's 12,000 employees help thousands of businesses build better cultures every day. When you're ready to make your people happier, UKG is ready to work for you. UKG, our purpose is people. Thanks for listening to the HR Bartender Show. To make sure you don't miss a single episode, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, 
Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you go for the very best podcast productions. While you're there, we'd love it if you would rate the show and leave us a review. The HR Bartender Show is an ITM group presentation produced by HR Bartender and your host, Charlene Lauby. Remember, people, work responsibly. Oh,